1: Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms.
2: Studies courses. After a year of war in Ukraine, you can only imagine the mental trauma among the survivors. We'll take a closer look at 1010 with Axios. uh, Excuse me, the uh, Wall Street figures are poor for the week. The Dow, Nasdaq, S&P all down about 3%. It's 10 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Navaj.
3: I'm Jennifer Kuyper in Chicago. Ukraine enters a second year of war with Russia. Looking back, one of Russia's early victories was in the city of Kherson, but the tables turned when Ukraine took it back. CBS's Holly Williams traveled there to meet the mayor.
1: It's too risky for Mayor Helena Lahova and her team to work in the town hall. Secretary here. Okay. So the administration of a city the size of St. Louis has been crammed into this basement. Uh,
4: There are a lot of problems we have, and you see the people who solve
1: them.
3: And I'm just noticing it's nearly all women. There are a lot of women here also, yes, it's right. The U.S. has imposed new sanctions, export controls, and tariffs against Russia and its allies. It's been raining or snowing in California, and there are concerns about potential mud flows in the burn areas. KCBS-TV's Jasmine via Rain in the San Gabriel Valley Friday.
0: It's deluge. It is a lot of rain.
3: Up in
4: the
1: San Gabriel Mountains in the community of Mount Baldy, cars socked in by the snow. Schools canceled. It's been canceled for the past two days. It's been great. Here you go. Thank you. Only locals were eating at the Mount Baldy Lodge as this road closure kept non-residents from going up the
5: mountain. They are expecting blizzard conditions possibly, so they're just trying to keep everybody safe. The last time we've seen this much snow was uh, Christmas time, 2019.
3: Prosecutors for a second day question disbarred South Carolina attorney Alec Murdoch during his double murder trial. KCBS's, KCBS's Nikki Batiste was in the courtroom. Alec
1: Murdoch insisted someone else was responsible for killing his wife and son on June 7th, 2021.
6: The person or people who did what I saw on June the 7th, they hated Paul Murdoch. But Prosecutor Creighton Waters
1: insists Murdoch is the killer and grilled him for nearly six hours about his repeated
6: lying.
2: Have you been able to lie quickly and easily and convincingly if you think it'll save your skin for well over a decade?
3: Tensions are increasing between China and the U.S. China with human rights, trade, and tech disputes, as well as its actions in the South China Sea. CBS's Nora O'Donnell reports from the Western Pacific Ocean aboard the USS Nimitz.
1: China is engaged in the largest military buildup since the Second World War, both conventional and nuclear. That makes the U.S. Navy's job here more important than ever. And yet America's Navy faces serious challenges, trouble recruiting a new force, and aging shifts with long repair delays and sailor deaths by suicide most notably america's naval fleet is set to become its smallest in 100 years as china becomes the largest navy in the world
3: this is cbs news
0: now there's a simple easy and effective way
2: to clean your nose and protect your health it's called navage navage available at navage.com 10.03 on WTOP. It's Friday night, February 24th, 2023. Reagan National at 43. And some of us all the way down to the 20s later. evening. I'm Dimitri Sotis with the top local stories we're following this hour. We're starting to learn a bit more about what may have happened inside a Herndon home early today when a woman was stabbed and a man was shot. Both are dead. Fairfax County police say they received two 911 calls, one made at 749 a.m., another at 802 this morning. The husband tells the 911 call taker that he just shot a man inside of his home. And the husband tells the 911 call taker that the man who he had just shot had stabbed his wife. Fairfax County Police Chief Kevin Davis. Those calls came from the phone of a 22-year-old au pair connected to the family. She is currently speaking with police. The woman who was killed is identified as 37-year-old Christine Ann Banfield. And the man who died is 39-year-old Joseph Nathan Ryan. Police say Ryan did not live in the home. He did know the family. New tonight, just when you thought that rail service on Metro was getting back to some kind of normal, WMATA announces some weeknight cuts. Rail service will be reduced on four lines for what they call very necessary late-night track maintenance. Starting Monday night at 10, trains will single-track between Foggy Bottom and Arlington Cemetery on the Blue Line and the Blue Line Plus and Foggy Bottom and boston on the orange and silver lines. The work will only happen after 10, Monday through Thursday, for the next three weeks. That means your wait time on the platform could be up to 26 minutes on every line just mentioned. So after 10 there's a significant jump in local teen overdoses. It's part of a nationwide
0: trend. There were 13 deadly opioid overdoses involving people 18 and younger in Northern Virginia last year, the most in the last six years. That's according to preliminary data from the state's Department of Health. Dr. Suman Mirza is a child and adolescent psychiatrist at the Inova Keller Center. When they went on to that next grade, they were expected to be as if everything was fine and they really could have coped with that. He says the pandemic played a role in the increase of overdoses. A lot of these kids will then, out of boredom, experimenting, kind of a release from their emotional pain,
6: they'll kind of go into substances. His advice? Know that there is help.
0: Scott Gelman,
2: WTOP News. Montgomery and Arlington County school leaders say they're seeing a spike in overdoses. Leaders of the Virginia NAACP are weighing in on Governor Glenn Youngkin's decision to review the College Board's Advanced Placement African American Studies course. Now, they say that they're outraged that there should be no question as to whether African-American studies is a worthy topic. The NAACP says that if the school curriculum in Virginia does not include and value the history and culture of black people, then it's impossible to value the black people who learn and work in Virginia schools. In a statement tonight, Virginia's education secretary says that reviewing the course is protocol and that the Department of Education wants to make sure Virginia's students are being taught how to think and not what to think. The course made headlines after it was rejected by Florida Governor Ron DeSantis' administration. You'll be glad to know that Maryland will have a first puppy. Governor Westmore brings a rescue animal to Government House in Annapolis.
1: It was a match made in Annapolis. Governor Westmore and his family are adopting Tucker, a Shih Tzu poodle mix from the Maryland SPCA. Executive Director Jim Pierce described the first meeting.
7: Everyone got along well, and we're very happy to report that uh, they fell in love with each other.
1: So how did they know they had a match for Moore's children, Mia and James?
2: It's usually pretty easy to tell, you know, wiggly butts and, you know, happy licks, and it was very easy to to tell that,
7: you know, they, they fell in love with each other pretty quickly.
1: Pierce said Tucker is between five and six months old and is sweet, affectionate, and now adopted. Kate Ryan, WTOP
2: News. Ahead after traffic and weather, tens of thousands dead in a year of war in Ukraine. What is the cost to mental health among the living? We'll go deeper on that with Axios coming up here on WTOP, now 1007.
1: This is an important notice to consumers facing $10,000 or more in credit card debt, medical bills, or other unsecured debt. You may not be required to pay it all back because there are special programs now in effect that will significantly reduce the amount you will owe if you qualify. They've helped qualify consumers with over a billion dollars in debt and are A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. So don't wait. Get the relief you need during these hard economic times. For this free information, call the Accredited Debt Relief Hotline now. Call 800-885-8844. 800-885-8844. That's 800-885-8844. 1008.
2: Michael and Son's Keating Tune-Up for only $59. Michael
3: and
1: Son's
2: traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Let's go to Bob Immler in the WTOP traffic center.
6: It's a pretty quiet night around the region around the Beltway in Maryland and in Virginia things are pretty quiet, but in Virginia on eastbound 267 ramp to the inner loop closed for the work zone and inner loop uh the right exit ramp to get onto 267 westbound that is also closed and I believe they've got the ramp from 66 westbound uh, to the express lanes closed, express lanes of 66 uh, closed tonight might be the ramp that actually takes you onto the express lanes of the outer loop. But in any event, uh, we have 66 beyond the Beltway running without delay all the way out toward Gainesville and traffic on both 395 and 95. Those are both running well as far south as Fredericksburg, even south of that toward Richmond. Nothing in your way. In Maryland on 95 in the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, all is quiet on each between the beltways and 270 runs without delay, as does 50 getting out to the Bay Bridge. Now, northbound DC 295 has a slowdown getting past Pennsylvania Avenue, may have something in the roadway there. Looking for a new car? The wait is over. Fitzgerald Automall has hundreds of new and used cars to choose from. Visit Fitzmall.com. transparency
7: you can trust. Bob Inler, WTLP Traffic. Storm Team 4's Mike Stanford. A gusty wind will stay with us through the evening hours. That's going to make it feel rather chilly. Later tonight, mostly cloudy skies. The winds will die down It we'll be colder. Our lows will be in the mid to upper 20 suburbs, lower 30s in the district. Cloudy and cold on Saturday with a chance of some light snow, sleet, and rain at times. Little or no accumulation. There'll be no travel issues. going to be a cold day, though. Highs mid-30s to low-40s. Turning partly sunny, breezy and warmer on Sunday. Highs mid to upper 50s. Rain rolls in on Monday. Highs upper 40s to lower 50s. I'm Storm Team for a meteorologist, Mike Stineford. Fort Belvoir is at 42,
2: foggy bottom 43, Silver Spring at 43 degrees. Watching the winds, too, uh, not as strong as maybe they were earlier, but northeast winds at 6. That's enough to make it feel like it's just about freezing across parts of the area tonight. We're brought to you by Long Fence. Save 20% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today. Schedule your free in-home estimate. It's 1010. Ukraine's president says his country will win this year-long war against Russia that's tragically ended lives and significantly impacted Europe's sense of security. With tens of thousands killed in the country, some remain stricken with grief, depression, and much more. Axios reporter Lauren Whitney Gottbrath joined us earlier tonight here on WTOP to share the impact of war on the mental health of Ukrainian people.
5: The scale of a mental health crisis during any time of conflict is incredibly large and also hard to sort of cope with when a country is also trying to defend itself and deal with sort of the day-to-day of what conflict brings. But in terms of the scale of the crisis in Ukraine at the moment, the World Health Organization estimates that up to ten million million Ukrainians may be suffering from things like depression or anxiety. And then four million of those 10 million may have even more um, severe mental health conditions or disorders. So obviously it's incredibly large and um, really a a sad situation.
2: And even beyond the 10 million you mentioned, uh, the experts you're speaking with say the scale of the problem is probably exponentially larger than that.
5: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, people are having stresses and anxiety um, that might not totally measure up to something you could diagnose as a mental illness or a condition but what there was one study by the uh, ministry of health in october um, that interviewed uh ukrainians and over 70 percent of those who responded were saying that they had a lot of worry um and stress and obviously you know it's it's sort of unimaginable if you've lived in a conflict but when you really look at it that's something that you would only sadly expect um to come from living in a, a war zone
2: it was one one of the first things you mentioned as you came on with us tonight, that the nation is still at war. Uh, given that, how much of a chance to most people have to seek treatment at the moment?
5: Right. So the, the, the good news is is um, the government itself has sort of prioritized helping people get access to mental health care. Um, the First Lady in particular sort of championed this cause and they're taking a sort of whole of government approach. The World Health Organization is supporting um, the government. Obviously, initially when the war first started, it was sort of an emergency response. Um, but since then, uh, they've they've actually tried to integrate their mental health care and services into uh, the primary care system. So, you know, someone's going to the doctor for sort of any sort of ailment um, that they might not think is related to their own mental health. They hopefully can get mental health care if, you know, if it's something related to panic attacks or that sort of thing. So I think they are trying to do a lot. There's also a lot of individuals who are helping um, who, you know, they may have been therapists before the war and now they're, um, you know, volunteering their time we're working with non-governmental organizations, um, to sort of really prioritize, uh, allowing people to get uh, mental health care. And the other thing is a lot of people um, I, I, I spoke to sort of mentioned uh, there was a stigma before the war in sort of seeking mental um, health services and support. And I think, you know, one people or one, one hope sort of coming out of this is, you know, that it's OK to seek help. Um, and I think that's what the government is trying to tell um, people in Ukraine and all of these other organizations that are working um, on this issue are, are sort of trying to let be known as well that it's okay and there is support.
2: Axios reporter Lauren Whitney Gottprath. ten fourteen on WTOP. The Wizards got back to the court after the all-star break. We'll see how they did and Rob's got your sports night in just about a minute.
7: Some
2: restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com.
1: Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red.
0: It's 10-15. We're going to Rob Woodfork. The Wizards opened the second half of their season by blowing a 19-point first half lead over the New York Knicks in what ended up a 115-109 loss. The former Knick, Christops Porzingis, was the face of that change in fortune, scoring 19 of his team high 23 points in the first half. What happened after halftime, Wes Sunsell Jr.? I think the level of physicality,
2: they started to cross-match a little bit. Put a smaller guy on him so they could switch. Um, That kind of bottled him up a little bit. He took uh, a little fall, and I thought that kind of took some starch out of him as well. Then he went down kind of rolled into him. So he's kind of working through that as well.
0: That and the Wiz had no answer for Julius Randle, who matched his career-high of 46 points to join teammate Jalen Brunson as the first pair of Knicks to each have three 40-point games in a season. The 7th-ranked Maryland women won a 76-74 thriller at number 16 Ohio State, led by Abby Myers. Game-high 24 points on 11 of 15 shooting. The Terps end the regular season winners of six straight and 11 of 12. They can clinch the two-seed in the Big Ten tournament, with an Iowa loss to conference-leading Indiana Sunday. On the men's side, VCU and James Madison each won by double digits. Here's a free correct answer at your next trivia night. As MLB implements new rules this season, the first player to commit a pitch clock violation is former Oriole Manny Machado getting docked a strike in the Padres' spring game against the Mariners after not getting set and facing former Nationals pitcher Robbie Ray within eight seconds. To his credit, Machado rebounded well. He had a single on the first pitch thrown. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. In Americans
2: in nearly 10,000 zip codes in all states, D.C. and Puerto Rico have filed sponsorship bids for Ukrainian refugees. That comes from DHS stats that CBS News got a hold of.
0: Eight million Ukrainian refugees remain scattered across Europe in countries like Poland and Germany. Another five million have been internally displaced inside Ukraine. In the U.S., Ukrainian refugees are finding sponsors and family members, but also complete strangers hoping to make a difference. Two-thirds of the sponsorship requests in the U.S. have originated in New York, Illinois, California, Washington, Florida, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, and Ohio.
2: CBS News reporter Camilo Montoya-Galvez. Top stories we're following for you at this hour. New details are coming in about a 911 call today leading police to a Herndon home where a man and woman were found dead. The government wants to limit telehealth prescriptions for certain addictive medications and painkillers in light of the opioid crisis. A year ago today, Russia invaded Ukraine. The anniversary was marked with somber tributes in that nation and around the world. Stay with WTOP for more in just minutes. Ten eighteen traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Going to Bob Imler in the traffic center. Well, we're running well
6: all around the region tonight, around the Beltway in Maryland and in Virginia. Not a whole lot going on, and that's good news. If you're on 66 right now, things are running pretty well, but I think we're starting to see a couple of work zones. Setting up westbound near the Manassas rest area and eastbound approaching Route 50. So be careful there. They should be setting up on the Beltway. Uh, they tend to work near Georgetown Pike. So keep in mind if they start setting up that work zone, the ramp from the inner loop to go west on 267 is closed, as is the ramp from the eastbound side of 267 to the inner loop, each for road work tonight. Both 395 and 95 are running without delay. In Maryland on 95 of the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, each in great shape both ways. 50 out to the Bay Bridge, clear sailing, and 270. That, too, is pretty uneventful right now. Introducing the Maryland Lottery's 50th anniversary Cash Bash promotion. You can win up to $5 million. Learn more at mdlottery.com slash cash bash. Please play responsibly.
2: Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4's Mike
7: Stenford. A wind's going to make it feel rather chilly for the next several hours. Later tonight, a good deal of cloud cover as a weak storm system comes our way. And as the night goes on, the winds will die down. It's going to be a colder night. Lows will be in the mid to upper 20 suburbs. Lower 30s for lows near the district. Cloudy and cold on Saturday during the day. Chances some light snow, sleet, and rain. Little or no accumulation. I'm not looking for any travel issues, but it will be chilly. Our highs are only mid 30s to lower 40s. Better on Sunday, turning partly sunny, breezy, and warmer. We'll get up to a high in the mid to upper 50s. Cloud cover on Monday, rain developing. It will be cooler. Highs will be in the upper 40s to lower 50s. Some morning showers on Tuesday, then the skies will clear. It'll turn breezy, and it's going to turn warmer as we get up to highs in the low to mid 60s. I'm Storm Team Four meteorologist Mike Stenner for Georgetown. Is at 43. Bowie, 38. Leesburg, 37 degrees.
2: Winds from the northeast make it feel like it's in the lower 30s. Our actual air temperatures, you have to go pretty far outside the beltway for this, but our actual air temperatures could drop into the 20s overnight. We're brought to you by New Look Home Design. Right now, save 50% on all roofing materials and labor. Coming up on WTOP, we have learned this evening whether a man had a weapon when he was shot and killed by police outside Tyson's Corner Center two nights ago. Stay close to WTOP, your breaking news, traffic, and weather station.
4: Hiring the right talent is my number one priority for my growing company. I used to believe that if you post it, they will come was the only way to recruit new employees. However, after months of being ghosted by candidates and having more empty chairs than employees made me fire the dot-coms and reach out to 2060 Digital. Their team of experts created and managed a custom marketing strategy to help me reach and hire the best candidates for my growing company. Their social media experts created ads that highlighted our facility. Their email experts developed A/B testing strategies to find the best time to reach them. And the best part, 2060 Digital is a Google Premier Partner. So when my audience searched for available jobs online, we topped our competitors in search engines. See what they can do for you by visiting 2060digital.com. 2060 Digital, building
2: campaigns that connect. It's 1021. From the to-do list to the action list, selling your home. This is Dave Johnson. How do you do that? It's been on your mind. Believe me, I've been there The anxiety. Want to sell the home, but how do we start? You start... At the start of the month, March 1st, Wednesday, March 1st, 6.30, connect with Jennifer Young of Jennifer Young Homes. It's her free seller seminar. It's simple. You connect to JenniferYoungHomes.com, and that's how you reserve your spot. Go ahead. Get your questions answered. Start your home selling journey at JenniferYoungHomes.com. Keller Williams Realty, 703-815-5700.
5: The new D.C. News Now is here.
2: And if you're an early riser, you're going to really like us. We're bringing you your late news a little earlier, 9 p.m. Not too early, not too late. It's
0: just right. With four locations in the DMV, we're covering more ground and telling more of your stories.
3: The news of the day from where you live, like where you really live.
0: We'll see you tonight at 9 for D.C. News
2: Now. Your new choice for news, D.C. News Now. Tonight at 9. Check your local listings at dcnewsnow.com. This is WTOP News. 10:22. The man who was shot and killed by police near Tyson's Corner Center Wednesday night was unarmed. Fairfax County Police confirmed they did not recover any weapons after searching the grounds around the mall where two officers chased 37-year-old Timothy McCree Johnson. Police Chief Kevin Davis did not describe the circumstances that led the officers to fire shots at the D.C. man. He was suspected of stealing designer sunglasses from Nordstrom that night. Both officers assigned to the Tyson's Urban Unit are on administrative leave. A major legal update to the story of the mother of a Naval Academy football player who was killed after being hit by a stray bullet as she sat on the patio of an Annapolis hotel. This was in the summer of 2021. Angelo Herod, the man found guilty of murder, was sentenced to life in prison this evening, the maximum punishment that prosecutors wanted. Herod is from Annapolis. He was convicted late last year. In the killing of 57-year-old Michelle Cummings, she was in town from Houston celebrating the Naval Academy's induction day for her son, Trey. 1023. We've got a follow-up to last night's Amber Alert, in which a car was stolen from a convenience store and gas station with a 3-year-old child in the back seat in Prince George's County. First, the kid was found safe. Then, a suspect was arrested. And WTOP's John Doman reports on what's new tonight.
7: About two hours after the car was stolen, it was found here around the intersection of Farragut Street and Edmonston Road in the Bladensburg area. A few minutes later, police arrested 18-year-old Ariel Florentino Galeas at his home about a mile and a half away from here. Florentino Galeas is charged with kidnapping. Kidnapping of a child, reckless endangerment, and more. Police descended on this area after a vehicle involved in a hit-and-run a few blocks away from here, matched the description of the stolen car. He's behind bars without bond right now, with a bond hearing scheduled for Monday afternoon. In Bladensburg, John Dome and WTOP
2: News. A judge has just ordered the release of a redacted version of an investigative report detailing sex abuse allegations against more than 150 Roman Catholic priests in the Archdiocese of Baltimore. The report, which followed a years-long investigation by the Maryland Attorney General's office, has not yet been made public because it contains information obtained through grand jury subpoenas. But lawyers for the state asked permission to release their findings, and now we're hearing from the judge, who is calling for a redacted version to come out as early as next month. He says the decision is in the interest of justice for the more than 600 victims identified in that report. 1025. Money News 25
6: and 55 with Larry Kofsky. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Expectations are growing on Wall Street that the Fed has a long way to go before it's done raising interest rates. Those fears sent stocks to another loss ahead of the weekend. Dow Industrials fell 337. The S&P lost 42. The Nasdaq dropped 195. Inflation, as measured by the Fed's preferred indicator, ran hotter than expected in January, 5.4% at an annual rate. And with prices climbing, we spent more. Consumer spending jumped more than 1%. Former Treasury Secretary Larry Summers thinks the economy may be headed off a cliff. Despite current strength, he sees signs of trouble ahead.
7: Firms are reporting concerns about their order books. The business sector has a lot of people on hand, and consumer savings are being uh, depleted.
6: Summers appeared on Bloomberg Television's Wall Street Week. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky
2: on WTOP. It was the worst week for the Dow, NASDAQ, and S&P of 2023. They were down about 3% each for the week. Coming up.
4: Police described the 911 call from a Herndon man admitting he'd shot someone stabbing his wife. I'm Megan Cloherty. Now
0: 1026. We're not sure which companies need to hear this, but the perks that used to work to get the best employees are now, well, kind of lame. Look, a home office beats a corner office any day of the week, but if we have to come in, a vanpool ride to and from work makes it a little less painful. Not to mention, getting some cars off the road is way better for the environment. It all begs the question, if you're not offering a vanpool option for your best employees, how do you know they are the best employees? Learn more at VanpoolAlliance.org.